Well, okay, hold on. I'm having a little bit of issue with the with the storm. There's a storm coming, guys. Technical difficulties. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No problem. We will uh, work it out and we will uh, restart. Hi, we've been on for 20 seconds and I had some technical difficulties. It's raining. It just started raining, but welcome everybody to the Pink Cloud 9 <laughs> vodcast. How's everybody doing? Thank you for being here. I am so excited to relaunch the podcast, vodcast, video podcast, whatever you want to call it, however you feel comfortable. Uh, in this month of June 2021, we are celebrating one year of the vodcast. I cannot believe it's been a whole year. I'm just like so excited, so happy. Um, happy to be here and happy to have the one, the only, the amazing author, Jordan T. Maxwell. Hey. How you doing, Jordan? I'm doing great. How are you? Good. I'm good. Um, it's not raining. It's not raining here. I got. I'm looking at sunshine and 75 degree weather. It's wonderful. Oh my goodness, you're so lucky. It was kind of sunny all day, but all of a sudden it just starts storming, and uh, it's been raining a lot in this area. So hopefully uh, we will survive yet again. So or learn to swim. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, you are the author of the Dandy Flowers trilogy. Yes, and that's actually three books. Dandy Flowers is the first one. The second was Dandy Flowers Laura's Diaries, and the third one is Dandy Flowers Laura's Voice. And then also there's another book. Ooh, it's not related to the first three at all. It's called Lily McGill Rhyme Time, and that's my first children's book. And we'll talk about that here. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so tell us uh, where the title, The Dandy Flowers, come from. In April of 2003, Easter morning, my then three-year-old son was outside, and he saw those lovely, one of those lovely little yellow flowers that we have here in Missouri, a dandelion. He looked at her, I said, what are you doing, buddy? And he says, I'm looking at dandy flowers. And that name just stuck. And then a little bit later in the years when I started writing the book, and I, I kind of wrote the first book around that word. So, and then the rest they say is history or something. That is so wonderful. Um, you know, you seem to be a really great uh, dad, and, which is cool. You know, a lot of, you know, happy Father's Day. Hey, you know, I've, got, I've taught, got a daughter, I've got a son. They're both basically grown. Uh, my daughter is uh, was in the, in the was in the Ohio State marching band for two years. I'm proud of that. My son can build computers from like tin cans, so they're both pretty sharp kids. And me, I just write books. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like you did a fine job. So let me ask you, uh, because we're speaking about uh, what we're speaking about, where did the name Jordan T. Maxwell come from? Real simple. Me and my kids. Jordan is my daughter. T is the first letter of my first name, and Maxwell is my son Christopher's middle name. And when I was writing the very first book, I was going through a, a divorce, and so I wrote it. I did that for them. And uh, the first time they saw the book on the shelf at Barnes and Noble, you know, I got the I, you know I don't care how many books I sell, I got the best compliment because they looked at me and said, "Dad, we're proud of you." Mm -hmm. It don't get any better than that. 
right? Makes you, makes you, you know, very um, emotional and oh, yeah. makes you oh, feel yeah. like a million bucks, you know? Oh, That's wonderful. Yeah. Money's yeah. just money. You can't buy that other. <laughs> yeah, the memories and Absolutely. the feelings and the yeah. bond. Yeah. Correct. Cool. So let's get back to the dandy flowers. Um, what year was uh, one of your first books first ever book, published? The Dandy Flowers came out in, in January of 07. Mm-hmm. The second book, Laura's Diaries, came out in 2010. Mm-hmm. And then I started writing the third book about them, but it just came out about two months ago. I was I, I was was working on it. My parents got sick, uh, and I just did my want to, didn't want to, so I just shelved it. And then about two years ago, uh, I picked I picked it back up, and uh, we got done this year. They're all interrelated a little mm-hmm. bit. So uh, the uh, the first book is about a young lady who gets engaged. Her dad says, "Hey, come home, and there's something I need to tell you." Mm-hmm. And so a lot of you know, I tell people, I said, "You probably think you know your mom and dad pretty well." Erin thought she knew her dad Jerry pretty well, but in this long weekend, just her and her dad, he tells her about the part of his life, uh, about his first love. Her name's Laura, mm-hmm. and how they met their life together and ultimately why they're not together anymore. At the end of the book, Aaron is now married, has just given birth to twins. And so grandma and grandpa, you know how those grandparents are, they have to come and visit. But after they leave, her husband, Jack, says, hey, uh, your dad left in this box. It's full of books. And she says, what is it? She opens it up because she's been really intrigued by Laura. And she says, Grace says it's books and it's all of Laura's diaries. Hence the name of the second book. See how I did that? That worked really well. Mm-hmm. So in the second book, it starts where Aaron's twins are now extremely four. If you have children, you know what I mean by that. And uh, Jack has the opportunity to go on a uh, trip to Chicago, a work trip, and she gets and Aaron, his wife, gets to go with him, but they have to do something with the kiddos, and so they stay with Grandpa. So when they get to Chicago, um, Jack's kind of busy, so Aaron's left on her own devices, and she's touring around. She stays at, they, I, I put them in the Palmer House Hotel, which is where the brownie was invented. So that's why I did that. And uh, while she's touring, she goes into this, uh, it's a place called Manny's Deli. It's a real place. And she runs into, inadvertently, Laura's parents. And they get to talking. She mentions the diaries. They want them. And she says, no, you don't understand. I have them here with me in Chicago. She's, took, she's been reading and rereading. So she ends up taking them to Laura's parents and uh, spending the night because of of a, due to a storm, and then she learns more about Laura. And then the third book, uh, this one I, I just started writing in earnest a couple of years ago. It's a little different. Uh, the main character is named Sophia, and Sophia is uh, almost 15, and she is a teenage girl, and she is not happy. She, her parents, she and her parents had to move to mm-hmm. the little town in the books, which is never named, and she had to give up her... Um, coveted cheerleading spot that she had earned. She was going to be on the varsity squad as a freshman, so he really busted her tail on that. Mm-hmm. And so she had to move away from all her friends, everything she's known, give up the cheerleading spots because her dad took a job as a postmaster. Mm-hmm. And But the big thing was, in the third book, is she's her biggest complaint is she didn't have a choice. And it was kind of forced on her. And so in the book, uh, she finds some audio tapes made by Laura, well, real to real tapes, hence the name Laura's Voice. And using those tapes and arguing with her conscience, of whom she calls polypragmatic, uh, she makes some choices and, and deals with what's been going on. 
And uh, I had a lot of fun writing the third. Um, as an aside, the character originally was named Lainey, and it was Lainey for a long time. And then I changed it to Leah, and I changed it back to Lainey. And it was Lainey until August the 2nd of 2020. And in the little town where I live, there was a young lady. Her name was Sophia. Going to be able to start her senior year in high school. Beautiful young lady. And on August 2nd, actually on August 1st, um, she died. 17 years old, died. And I didn't know or knew who she was, so I just changed the name to Sophia in her memory. Mm. And uh, so I did that because I could. Wow. That is lovely. And it worked out really well. I mean, everything just came together. So not that dying was was a part of that, but I mean, it just worked out really well as far as the story. Right. No, I get it. Absolutely. Thank you for sharing that with us uh, and uh, for... Now, I will tell you that the first book when I was writing it, I let a lady I worked with read the, the, the draft copy. Mm-hmm. She read it in two days. When she brought it back to a three-ring binder, she threw the binder at me. Not on my desk, at work. She threw it at me. And I won't tell you what she said other than it was her opinion. My parents were not married when I was born. And you can figure that one out on your own. <laughs> she would not talk to me for like four days. <laughs> and my, when that happened, my boss was like, what's that all? And I said, oh, my gosh, I pushed her buttons. So I tell people, after the first book, you won't like me. After the second book, you like me again. And after the third book, you're going to love me. <laughs> right? <laughs> no, totally, totally. So speaking of reading a book in two days, uh-huh. um, I asked this because I am um, – dyslexic and I have ADHD so I have a really hard time uh, focusing and concentrating and 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 powering through and so let me ask you about approximately how many pages are the books you don't have to tell us exactly but kind of each book was about 320 okay roughly speaking yeah yeah wow they're all awesome well that's good because my um my overwhelming uh spot is like 500 and up yeah. if it's 500 no, and up no. it freaks me out just thinking about now, it now the trilogy I, I, I had to make a bigger size I went instead of a 6 by 9 format I went to a 7 by 10 mm-hmm. and it's like 600 and some pages but that's all three books and the font I had to shrink down a little bit so it fit so I could really, it would work so yeah. mm-hmm. so did you go a traditionally publishing house or did you go I did I thought I did Initially, I went with a uh, publishing company called Tate Publishing. I shouldn't say their name because they were bad people. Uh, they were a bunch of scoundrels, and they're out of business now. And the, the two owners, the father and son, are now convicted felons. Mighty fine felons. Oh, yeah. So oh my gosh. If, if you're writing a book and you're wanting to get it published, and a publisher wants you to pay money for them to publish it, laugh at them and walk away. Fortunately, with Tate, I, and I still have the email. I got an email from I should never have seen, and I presented it, and all my money was given back to me. So I just lost some time. Then I went and uh, with with the books, I went through KDP, through Kindle Direct Publishing, I self-published. At least the, the Dandy Flowers books, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, that makes me want to think about, you know, not me writing a yeah. book, but the, you know, theme of a book being like a, a father and son publishing company going to prison <laughs> they, did, they actually did not go to jail they just they are, they got eight, eight different felony counts and they're having to pay back a lot of money okay. and you know um, 
<laughs> if they were on fire, I wouldn't walk across the street to put them out. I mean, like, right. yeah, well, whatever. <laughs> right, right. That is insane. Yeah, so um, I'm glad that I asked because, you know, a lot of authors... Um, that I, I didn't know, and I learned a lot. And I, I know some people who really got burned by them. I was mm. very fortunate. I don't know if somebody intentionally sent me that email, if it was a mistake, but I had it, and then we, uh, I got my money back, and I kept going. So Yeah, yeah I, totally. It was, kind of, it was kind of neat about that. Another author who had been with, with them, uh, she started a uh, publishing company also down there in Oklahoma City, and they, I got with her, and she published my children's book here this year. So it, it did work. There was, a, there was some fruit from that, that horrible thing. Right, right. Okay, so uh, just so everybody knows, the links to all of the books are in the description. So you can click right now and purchase any of the books, any of the trilogy um, by author Jordan T. Maxwell. So tell us about the children's book. Lily McGill. I don't know where it came from. And I, I, it just, it just, her actual real name was going to be Mary Margaret, but he changed it. Uh, it's just a, it's a cute little children's book. I had the whole concept, and then I went with my uh, Darlene Shortridge. It's forty day publishing, and I, I had it all written out. Now I can't draw stick figures very well, so the, but so I have an illustrator, and I always plug her. Her name is Abby Bradbury. She's twenty two years old. My book was the very first one she illustrated, and it is absolutely without a doubt the artwork is beautiful. And Lily is six extremely six and she and it's called rhyme time so it's written in rhyme and i just had a lot a whole lot of fun right now and it's just a cute book and people who've seen it aren't loving it and i'm loving it and you all if you buy it you'll love it too available at fine bookstores everywhere (laughs) yeah so um about how many pages is that one it is 24 it's perfect that's 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 perfect beginning readers yeah totally Okay, so where can, um, um, other than clicking on the link in the description, where are your books found today? Yeah. Where can you people... You can find them, obviously, on Amazon. Uh, but if, uh, if you would want a signed copy, go to, here we go, https colon forward slash forward slash the, T-H-E, dash, books, dash, of, dash, Jordan, dash, T, dash, Maxwell, dot square dot site and that comes and actually that's the site i'm using and i sell them just a fuzz cheaper than amazon and if you want to would like a uh, um, a uh, signed copy let me know dandyflyers at gmail.com so hey so if you bought one if they send me an email said hey i just bought this please sign it i'll be happy to deliver cool so you you're uh you with square uh, that's I'm doing square. That's why I sell them through it. Works right. really well. And I actually, then there's also dandyflowers.com, which is my website. Yeah. I'm redoing it. It's kind of choppy right now, but either one you can contact me through. Okay. And, uh, and no, I them. no Square's cool. I like Square. You know, most people are like apprehensive about it, but uh, I've had no issues with it. Exactly. Cool. Awesome. Uh, well, it's been so wonderful to have you here. Thank you so much for these heartwarming stories. You're an amazing person. Um, I don't know about that, but I sure have fun trying. <laughs> we had a couple of comments um, earlier. There weren't any questions. They were just saying, yay. And then uh, after you told the story about the, the convicted felons or something, uh, they were like, you know, 
uh, laughing emoji. So, uh, you know, thank you so much for commenting. Thank you everybody for being here and listening to the Pink Cloud Nine podcast and watching. Please be sure to follow author Jordan T. Maxwell and all of his amazing books. Uh, everybody, remember what we say here: no cyberbullying, no bullying, no being mean, no um, no being mean to other people and. Be nice to yourself, to love yourself, to care yourself. Be kind and gentle to children and the elderly. They need love, too. So uh, thank you so much for being here. And uh, we will... Oh, here. One last one. Thank you for sharing your poetry story. It is really helpful. Yeah, yeah, it is helpful. Yeah. You have to be careful these days. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got to be. Cool. You just absolutely have to be. Yeah, awesome. Thank you so much and hope to have you again. Bye, everybody, and have a fabulous rest of the night. Bye-bye.